0: Hello and welcome to Sunnydale Study Group, the podcast for returning Scoobies and Buffy newbies. I'm Omar. I'm Chris.
1: And I'm Holland.
0: Today we'll be talking about episode nine, The Wish. <sighs> Not to yes. be
1: confused with The Witch.
2: Not to be confused no. with The Witch. And I never would. You wouldn't confuse Especially that? now that Holland made me Point think out. about but, it even more. Yeah. Yeah. But there is a witch
1: yes so you would understand yes. why you would be confused mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. but know that it is indeed the wish yeah not the witch yeah. exactly
2: the witch is was the amy episode
0: exactly episode two of season one if you're listening to this now you're listening to episode nine of season three yes
1: <laughs> so that would be really awkward if you were accidentally listening to this one mm-hmm. when you thought you were listening to like the third episode
0: we're really trying yeah. to make sure we hit our word count <laughs> in this introductory paragraph let's head into the library Okay, we have so first of all, welcome back everyone. Hey we took a little everybody. Bit of a well, we had some stuff to do because mm-hmm. we will be at Weedonopolis mm-hmm. in Los Angeles. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast live this weekend,
1: on Saturday.
0: On Saturday. Yep. And if not, that's what date is it? It's May the 14th. 14th.
1: So wow, the day guys, after Friday practice.
2: the 13th. Oh, Ooh, so we're coming into it with a little yeah. bit of Friday the 13th. So it is Friday the 13th. Yeah. So it
0: starts Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. Are we have a panel? We actually have a panel. Uh, yeah, at two thirty on Saturday, on the fourteenth. That's after Friday the thirteenth. Mm-hmm. So if we make it, yeah, mm-hmm. the
1: panel's is the following
0: day. Yes. So if you'd like to to hang out and and see it, we would love we would love for you to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. so and it's. Uh, do you remember
2: what the panel's called? I do. Bye.
1: Scooby's Take to Tech? Yes.
2: Yeah. Scooby's Take to Tech. in case they're looking for the phrase Sunnydale Study Group, it yeah. won't be in the guide. Look oh, okay. for yeah. Buffy 2.0 Slayers Take to Tech, where we talk about oh, the digital Slayer's. resurgence I like, of the, yeah. the, the right fan. I, <laughs> huh? I said it. I said the title and you're like, yeah, right. And then
1: you said the title and I was like, I said the wrong thing. No, you said and, most of it. But it's important that you, you feel good Empire about it. Title.
2: You yeah. called it it was like you called it the Empire Strikes Back, and then I was like, Yeah, so in Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back.
1: Yes. Yeah. No, yeah. It was like that. Scooby instead of Slayer. Like it was not
2: I think it's Scooby's Take to Tech.
1: Is it? You said Slayers.
2: I think Scooby's. Anyway, <laughs> look for the words Take to Tech. Yeah.
1: And 2.0. I yes. specifically
2: remember 2.0 being in there. Yep. Buffy 2.0. So Dude, Buffy 2.0. Like AOL 2.0. I think oh, you named that OR. AOL 2.0 was... I think you did
1: name it. <laughs>
2: Man. All the best parts of 1.0.
0: None of the flaws of 3.0. Can I show you guys that dial-up
1: dubstep remix?
2: No. Every time
1: I show it to people, I think it's great. People get so mad when I start playing it.
2: Cause it makes them feel like they couldn't get online and talk to their it's like, sixth grade I crush. I think
1: it's. I think it's, a, where's my phone? I think it's great, but uh, <laughs> every, it's just, it? every time I go to play it, uh, people do not react well. Every so...
2: time that Holland tries to play that remix, someone is always like, "Stop playing it."
0: Sugar Ray, I got it. Yeah. See. <laughs> All right. Uh, Um, wait, are we gonna, are we we doing doing this? Can we legally listen to it? Okay, well, well, while (laughs) Paul is pulling that up, we are going to be discussing uh, an amazing episode because it introduces an incredible character. Mm -hmm. Uh, But let's say that you were necklace shopping or you had to pop into an alternative (laughs) universe. Mm -hmm. Who knows what's going on? This is your chance to catch up because Chris Bramante is going to give you a five sentence cram session
2: right now. So, Chris, take it away. Here we go. Should I uh, do it over this ad?
1: All right.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, Buffy didn't have to spend that much on car insurance. (laughs) It's not the car
0: insurance, it's O'Reilly's auto parts. Oh, Buffy's
2: auto parts were totally out of whack. And, man, no, no, they're not. All right. So. So we're doing this. So we're doing this. <laughs> All right. Is everybody ready for this? All right. <clears throat> the episode, the wish, summary, five sentences. Here we go. Mm. After the fallout of being really distracted by this. Yeah, let's go ahead. and I'm going <laughs> to swing in here. I'm going <laughs> to Peter Parker this, uh, I told you. See, this moment. moment. Really no, it was pretty good. Playing. Text yeah. that to me. Text that to me. That was
0: horrible.
2: Yeah, it was, that
0: was, yeah, horrible. It was hard to hear. That's a horrible noise.
2: So, right. so, there we are.
0: Let's cue up the actual music. There we go. Chris, take it ah.
2: away. <laughs> After the fallout of their infidelity came to the surface, uh, Willow and Xander are begging to try to get the attention back of Oz and Cordelia, but unsuccessfully, as Cordelia has remerged into her popular girl groups who have shunned her. Except... For one new girl who's mysterious and is kind of anti-the-cool-girl group named Anya. One. Anya is trying to help Cordy come to terms with her discomforts, really focusing them onto Xander, this man who wronged her. And Anya is trying to suggest to Cordy about figuring out her feelings about why she's so upset when she realizes that her problems all began with Buffy Summers, so and I say, and we keep it running on, uh, <laughs> wishes that Buffy never came to Sunnydale. When Anya turns around to reveal that she's not actually Anya, but is Anyanka, vengeance demon, patron saint of scorned women, servant of and lore of Mahar, all be praised to her name. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Two. <with a long laughs> I wonder if that's on her uh, her transcript, uh,
2: her like documents that they like transferred whatever at the DMV. Yeah. yeah. Oh, know, oh, just like when oh, she came to school. In the office. Yeah. She came. Yeah. Right. Well, when she came to school, it was Anya, Christina, Emanuela Jenkins was what she would there submit is. to. Um... Never know. So Anya, Christina, <laughs> Emanuela <Did> she <laughs> she Jenkins. Or <laughs> no,
1: they I don't do background checks on students. Anya,
2: Anya is my favorite. I think
1: they should. They, well, I mean, they some did. schools, like when you're on a hell mount, maybe, the, yeah. people, like, the teachers and the students have been that bugs. come into that school,
2: yeah. have been I, bugs. I just feel like they should oh, yeah.
1: be paid a little bit more attention. Uh,
2: yeah. Well, pre-9-11, nobody looked into that stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bug teachers, and after <laughs> 9-11, hot water. <laughs> 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 so Cordelia wakes up on these mysterious streets where all of a sudden things seem different. She's definitely in a different dimension where everyone has to obey a certain curfew and mysterious discomfort and lack of color is permeating the environment and Harmony shudders when Cordelia even references the bronze. I mean, where uh, so Cordelia, on her walk home, discovers that in this different dimension, Willow and Xander are vampires and chase her until she is found by Larry, Oz, and Giles, who are some of the last only hunters of vampires in a dimension that is completely taken over by vampires, because in this alternate dimension where Buffy no longer came to Sunnydale, the master found a way to escape and has taken over the town.
0: Three, thanks to the use of magical punctuation. (laughs)
1: be great when rachel is on our panel on saturday oh she's spring. just gonna come with a marker right we should just bring her a red pen we should bring her a red yeah, pen we should bring yeah. her like a pack of red pens yeah, so, yeah. like yeah. what a 10 how many come in a pack uh like, a pack tens? of ten? Ten, a 10 pack i think that's ten?
0: 10 you can get a 10 pack with easily 10
1: i <laughs> uh, would we'll spend more time i'd like customize a pen for rachel we What's have the time birthday?
0: her birthday every um, year um
2: recent it was I mean, oh it just happened Oh, I went to her uh, her birthday party. I brought her an Admiral Akbar toy. That was a while back. Wasn't oh wait, that then,
1: wait.
2: No, it was a few oh, like wait, a month. It was, a while it was no, back. it was in. It was in uh, I
1: remember when it was happening because. Mm-hmm. Was I not invited? It was in March. You probably re-
2: were.
0: Oh, I don't check Facebook.
2: It was probably that. Oh,
1: I wasn't so invited, sorry. but Bailey was leaving, and she mentioned it, and she was like, "Do you want to come?" And then what was I doing?
0: We were probably hanging out making pens.
2: Making pens. Rachel, if you listen to this. The oh, master. <clears throat> I have nothing to be sorry for. Him. Um, <laughs> so, um, the Willow and Xander report to the master that this mysterious girl. And they, don't, they know they who know who she is. Cordelia Chase in human form has been talking about Buffy the Slayer. That this is not good news because the master is creating a mass production blood machine where he can shuttle human bodies in and bottle up blood because he's become so strong in this town and societally that he has just taken over it. And um, meanwhile, um, Angel is kept in a cage. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Four>. <laughs> I want that to be a shirt meanwhile
0: Angel is kept in a cage and just that shot of Angel in the cage this
1: is so long this is just going this okay. is a really long one it is long it's but long. no no no
0: but there's a lot that's going on this episode yeah. there is alright we also took I a break to talk left, right? about Rachel's birthday for seven minutes <laughs> we're
1: still having to get her pens do you <laughs> like make a dress that has red pens
0: on it I'm gonna answer your question with another question I don't think so <laughs>
1: I don't know why I'm just like the perfect gift for Rachel would be a really cute dress. A dress made of red pens. No 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 a dress (laughs) the Um. pattern of the dress would be red pens but it would be like a cute like mod cloth dress. She would be like Mm. an Mm. editor
0: version of Bjork (laughs) It wouldn't
1: be made of pens It It wouldn't be made of pens (laughs) (laughs) you would just get ink everywhere
0: No, you haul out the pens, obviously. These are pen casings.
1: If they're not functional, then why do you even have it? It's just plastic.
2: Well, because sometimes it's just nice to have decorations, you know? Yeah. Um, (laughs) Final sentence.
0: Final sentence.
2: Giles summons Buffy, who is hardened from her time spent on the Cleveland Hellmouth and has no fucks left to give. (laughs) So she rolls into Sunnydale and disrupts the master's ceremony but as it's all going down it is not looking good and even though the humans are getting out Buffy's neck is snapped and meanwhile Giles is in his um, his study where he discovers Anyanka's sigil and knows that he must smash the sigil when Anyanka summon- comes before him and is about to destroy him but Giles defies her and smashes the thing smashes Anyanka's uh, amulet and it wipes the dimension, and we go back to the dimension where not only is everything back to what it was at the beginning of the episode, but now Anya is no longer a demon and is just a girl who's enrolled at Sunnyvale High. Man, what a rub. <laughs> Five. Way to go. Woo! Thanks. Sorry if that was uh, a lot. I love Anya. I love, so <clears throat> Anya's my favorite character ever. That
0: sounded like you were <laughs> doing like an AA speech or something like that. or just like, Hi,
2: I'm Chris. I am...
0: <laughs> I love Anyanka. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Chris. Yeah. Uh, so we have a character. We don't know if she's going to be... We'll see more of her. So let's focus on just this episode yes, <laughs> for right now. Yes, of course. But...
1: She is played by Emma Caulfield. Yes. So.
0: Who is now in Once Upon a Time.
1: Is she really? This Re- ABC show. Recurringly?
0: I believe she is recurringly. I I no, she's don't. definitely recurringly. I gotta check in. Okay, well, thank you so much for berating a program <laughs> that a lot of people from Buffy worked on. I,
1: just, I just, <laughs> they said it quietly.
0: <laughs>
2: Helen just said she loved
0: Once Upon a Time. Yeah, yeah. And I <laughs> just looked up the word berating. Sorry, guy. Sorry, gang. I meant the opposite. In fact, I'm looking up a thesaurus. And it, it was the antonym. Oh. I meant praising. Yeah, For praising Once Upon a Time.
2: Yes. And <laughs> Once Upon a Time, this episode is top five episodes, I would say. How, oh. how did
0: Once Upon a Time kick off that sentence, Chris? <laughs> and Once Upon a Time, this episode is <laughs> a top five episode. But
1: this- That's- <laughs> higher for you than Lover's Walk because isn't during Lover's Walk you were like this is top five I, mean, I think I said five. top I mean, 20 top 15 Actually, this, is, like top this is way higher than Lover's Walk yeah so The Wish is way like higher. To a top five episodes of
2: all, of all Buffy 10 maybe top 10 again
0: not The Witch The, the Wish, wish. <laughs> I, yeah
1: God,
2: I would say <laughs> it's because the I would maybe in my top five moments ever is Giles versus Anyanka where she says how do you know the other dimension's going to be
1: better than oh, this so one yeah.
2: and he just goes it has to be yeah and then he smashes it and you're like
1: oh that is a really good
2: oh line. and buffy's line where she says oh what's that line she says about um he says i have to believe in a different world and he's like good luck with that buddy i've got to live in this one yeah. yeah and i'm just like oh it's so good
1: no it is really well i love alternate um universe like alternate reality dimension like episodes mm-hmm. of things um I also really like AU fan fiction, but um, whatever, because uh, it's always just <laughs> interesting because you have these pre-established characters and everything is like just slightly different enough that it is still believable. Because like when you do alternate reality stuff, it can be really bad. Because mm-hmm. you can be like, oh, it's these characters in a different situation, and then you could be like, no, this is totally different. Like this is a totally different character. You're just like using the names and like our pre-existing mm-hmm. like notions of this character, mm-hmm. but then completely changing who they are. Yeah, just makes no sense. Because, like, every show does at least one alternate reality episode. Um, and they don't always work. But I think this one works really well because people are true enough to the characters that they would play. Like, especially when Giles kind of has his group of people and, like, Oz is with Giles. I'm just mm-hmm. like, okay, I would believe that Oz would be on, like, with the good guys, like, fighting against mm-hmm. this. Yeah, yeah. Something. Or, like, Larry. I'm just like, you mm-hmm. know, I don't know too much about Larry, but, like, I feel that this could be what of He would exist, like, yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so it's like, um. It's just like everyone is just like slightly different, but still, it is believable that this is the slight like, like that this could be a version of them in a different mm-hmm. reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so why it's really well done. I mean,
0: when you understand characters, mm-hmm. when you understand yeah. your own characters so well, yeah. it makes it so much easier to play with them in that yeah. way.
1: And it's this episode is Marty Knoxon, right? Yeah, yeah. She writes yeah. All the best. Episodes.
0: She's, yeah, so she's so good.
2: Awesome. And it's David Greenwalt directed. And I remember when I made a note to remember that it was David Greenwald directed. I also made a note to remember that I so much more pay attention to the writers of the episodes Mm -hmm. and not so much the directors, and I felt that about that. No, but that's that's, that's how TV works. Because
1: in TV, not like, okay, basically if you're making film or television, like it's a collaborative effort, but in film, usually the vision is more true of the director. Mm -hmm. In TV, the vision is usually more true of the writer. Mm -hmm. And that's the the general rule of who is the kind Mm -hmm. of like author or creative force behind a body of work. Yeah. Um, and like in reality it's like everyone working on it which people don't realize and it's very annoying that people mm-hmm. don't realize that film and television are collaborative things and it's everyone and it's not just the director not just the actors but the main voice as I negate my point uh, for film is yeah director for television is the writer
2: yeah cool cool then I don't feel as bad but I did notice David Greenwald because he also happens to be one of the writers yeah and so it's like now this was when he kind of started to direct Pretty consistently. Mm-hmm. Where he did throughout uh seasons one and two a little bit. But I thought it was interesting that Greenwald was directing a Marty Knoxon episode yeah. and that it's such a classic episode.
1: But then I mean it also shows, sorry, I'm like going on a rant, but like no, it please. shows that like if you have people that like are writing and directing, mm-hmm. it shows you basically like that using buffy as an example, like the voice of that show is like very clear. Mm-hmm. You have people directing and you also have people writing and it's like There are other shows where there'll be people who will direct every so often, but they've never written an episode or like they've, Mm -hmm. someone's written an episode or two, uh, but they haven't really directed. So like, if you have someone who's writing and directing, like it shows you how much that person, uh, is familiar with the universe and working in the universe and like gets these characters. Instead of just jumping in and just, yeah. Yeah. Cause sometimes I mean like, uh, David Duchovny directed an episode of Bones.
2: Mm-hmm. he directed an episode oh David Duchovny David? yeah and then oh, it's wow. like well, They're David, David Boreanaz David Bur-
1: no 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 because he
2: directed an episode of Angel yeah yeah. Like, yeah. but like that
1: makes more sense because they'll have actors like a David Duchovny directed multiple episodes of X-Files but like mm-hmm. they'll have actors that have been involved in the show towards the later seasons direct episodes mm-hmm. but like bringing David Duchovny in to direct an episode of Bones like yeah that was fun and I was really excited when it happened but like what does David Duchovny know about the Bones universe do you, do you watch the show? Like, maybe know, he's a like, big fan I, I don't know. I think he's just like, he's directed stuff and like he, but it's like, it seems more of like a mm-hmm. fun kind of like gimmicky yeah. thing. Yeah.
2: It was just to keep people
0: excited. Yeah. Tarantino directed an episode of CSI, right?
1: But yeah. yeah, and like, that might be true. That's probably true. But it's, like, no, no, I don't know. I, I'm surprised. Like, I know a lot about CSI and that's something that I don't, no, but that's probably that sounds like that could be true.
0: And if you look it it's up, you can probably find a dubstep really. remix of his <laughs> mm-hmm. episode. No,
1: that was more me just not knowing that. But <laughs> but it's like I feel like when stuff like that happens, like yeah, it's so cool to have this person direct this episode of your show. But like, how familiar are they with the show when it's working? Some yeah, like it's cool that this person maybe this person's a good director. But like, what do they know about mm-hmm. this universe? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: and the case of David Greenwald. More than most. Yeah. More than most. Just, if you yeah, just so. put, yeah. pulled
0: someone off the street and you're like, do you want to direct this episode mm-hmm. with a bunch of doppelgangers? Okay, uh, They would be like, what, I'm sorry, who are you?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The uh, vampire, can we talk about uh, Vampire Xander Willow for a bit? Absolutely. That's the best. Yeah. Like, it's so, and because it's like, we just saw, we just walked the line of the Xander Willow Crossing the line. We saw how uh, the morally good, for
0: the most part, uh, characters reacted to that kerfuffle. Mm-hmm. This is great to see the evil versions, the soulless versions, continuing that kerfuffle.
2: Yeah. And that's when they bite Cordy. That yeah. is so intense. Mm-hmm. And the, like the, because Giles, oh, she's like, oh, what does she say that? Where Willow's like, he's like, can you explain this to me one more time? And she's like, you're in a big cage. She like locks him in that yeah. moment, and then he's like, "So you're a watcher, huh? Watch this." Yeah. And then they're, and then it's like Xander and Willow, like pretty sexually eating Cordy, and it's like, and then they're it's like making out. It's wild, and they're kind of Spike and uh, Drewish. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Wait, where's Spike and Drew going in this current?
1: They're not.
2: They never came. What do you guys think?
1: Oh, maybe they're in Cleveland. I think they went to Cleveland. Yeah, they went to yeah.
2: Cleveland because Sunnydale was too hot. The Master had taken over.
0: Spike always wants to go after the Slayer, right? So he probably would have gone. He
2: Cleveland. likes when there's a Slayer. Oh, because so oh, the Slayer would have been in Cleveland. He, yeah, because yeah. Buffy was in Cle- Cleveland. Spike Buffy. is a Slayer chaser. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And also Spike, I mean, was it... A, Spike didn't get along with the Master. Unless that's not true in a different universe, isn't it? Right.
0: I think he wouldn't have. I think
2: he would have stayed away from any establishment Yeah, folk. yeah. He would not have wanted... If he heard that there was a religious-style vampire who was, like, controlling things, he wouldn't want to be his servant. He wants to be the biggest fish yeah, in the pond. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, the... I was thinking about what the Xander Willow thing. It's, like, it's very... Maybe this is the wrong word for it, but I feel like it's very, like, gothic or goth or... I'm trying to... As I was watching it, It made me think about like with Friday the Thirteenth and like people like us who like love Halloween and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like we're not full goth talk folk, but we cross into Disney bats. Yeah, but we in the nerd variety and the vampire selves, and even just us specifically, Mm -hmm. we we dabble in the yeah dark arts to a degree, right? Like in terms of like I mean I've
1: shopped a lot at Hot Topic. There is exactly (laughs) so like really borderline. uh, Yeah, and I was like I mean I think by definition vampires are gothic. Mm-hmm. Those are vamps. That's pretty much what that is, yeah. Right?
0: Vamp yeah. and vampire.
2: Yeah, and just like that nerd gothic that also kind of crosses into some sort of certain subsets of rock and roll that also is represented in kind of like a forbidden romance type yeah. stuff. Yeah. And I don't know if this is making any sense at all, but I feel like the Xander-Willow vampire relationship falls into that yeah. bucket. It's like the shipper culture. It's the... Seeing something and and that people probably even ship Vampire Willow and Xander more than they do actual Xander and Willow. Sure, sure. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not exactly sure if that was a form a, a good thought. I just, it was a good thought. Okay. Yeah. It was a good thought. I don't know if it was fully formed.
1: I, I get what you're going for.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure if I'm describing it.
1: <laughs> I think it's I think Please. it's just supposed to be it's kind of like this quote unquote cooler version of them because it's like when you're a vampire you're instantly kind of like. Cool and like super sexual and like blah 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 and like you have willow who's very kind of like nerdy and not like very like open or talking about her sexuality xander who like is overcompensating like yeah and then you just have these versions of them and then they're you're basically like this is the cool vampire
0: version there i mean because like the whole thing about vampires in the show if you reduce it back to sort of like freudian psychology you know which is now so debatable and debated, but like I feel, <laughs> I feel like uh, vampires are very id, right? Like they want something, yeah. they go for it. Mm-hmm. Whereas Willow is super, super ego, uh, yeah. and has a hard time giving into that id. And Xander can't achieve what his id is calling for, you know. Cool. Uh, whereas vampire Xander can, mm-hmm. for some reason, because he's advanced abilities, or whatever, or just doesn't care about what the people think of him, because he's a vampire. Yeah. Cool. I mean, you know, not cool, but...
2: Mm-hmm. hmm, hmm.
0: <laughs> If you guys were vampires, what do you think would your trait, what's the trait that w- would be accentuated?
1: I would totally, I would just be Willow Vampire, uh, Vampire Willow. I just like, because I was thinking about this, because I'm like, oh, which Buffy character? Mom? I was like, I'm like, I'm fucking Willow. Like, there's you no, know, I was like, I wish I could be Buffy or Faith. I'm Willow. <laughs> so, uh, which Willow is great. Like, I have nothing against Willow, but it's like, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what trait is essential. I just feel like I would just, I relate hardcore to Vampire Willow. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what do you relate to about her?
1: That I, uh, I don't know. It's like because Willow is kind of like, she's just like super like sweet and like innocent and like whatever. And as much of a badass as like I have this conversation all the time. Like as much of like I wish I was super badass. I try and be super badass. I'm like cool. But I'm not, like, I'm, like, a 12-year-old. I think you're cool. With, Thanks, mm-hmm. Chris. Um, but I just feel like if I was a vampire, I would just be 10 times cooler. Not, like... You, you kind of, like,
2: shed that. Uh, <laughs> would you be would, mean, or would you just be cool?
1: I just think it was, like, my insecurities would go away. Oh. It's, like, I wouldn't give a shit because I'd be, like, dead. Um, Yeah. So it's, like, all of those things. Like, all of the... Because there's so many things like I'm nice to people that I don't want to be nice to. I like go out of like I do things that I don't want to do. Like I'm trying to get better about it because like I'm realizing that about myself. I'm like, why do I even like? Why am I doing this in the first place? I'm like, oh, because I feel bad. I'm like, oh, I wouldn't give a shit if I was a vampire or mm-hmm. just like I shouldn't give a shit. Um, but yeah, so mm-hmm. that is that. I don't like it. Yeah, I
2: yeah, yeah. Right?
1: Um, give less of a shit.
2: <laughs> what about you, Omar? <laughs>
0: I, I would probably be meaner. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll we all would be soul. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'd purposely like verbally torment people. I don't think I'd get into the whole physical thing, but I think that I'd probably be. I would more... probably physically
1: torture people. You would? Yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah. You definitely would. Yeah. You, yeah. Yeah.
0: You would. Yeah. I remember, <laughs> I remember the time I went camping. Jeez. Four of us went, three of us came back. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. I the mean... fourth person that was supposed to be on this podcast.
0: Yeah. 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 Lenny. Old Len. Yeah. Ooh, long legs Lens, what you yeah. called him.
2: I'd be i Spike. It's a mean Spike. nickname, all things considered. Yeah? You'd be like Spike? I'd be super romantic mm-hmm. and obsessed. And I'd think I think even... Can see that. And still so overruled by his emotions, even in a soulless state. Mm-hmm. Um, I would probably develop like a Drusilla type lover that we would like... Fight and Got attack it. each other and betray each other all the time and still chase each other over the world and I think that's what my vampires.
0: He's like, correct me if I'm totally off, not wrong because I'm wrong, but <laughs> correct me, correct my my trajectory here. I feel like Spike is Macbethy and I feel like Drew is Hamlety. Like when Hamlet's mm-hmm. going like full mad and driving everyone around him crazy, mm-hmm. I feel like that's Drew. I know that Drew is driven crazy and there's like the whole like Ophelia stuff but I I feel like Drew is to me she feels more like Hamlet more Hamlet than Ophelia yeah because Ophelia is kind of she's not going out of her way to
2: hurt people or do anything right but Hamlet is he is he's driving people crazy including Ophelia yeah Yeah. actively yeah Ophelia is a bit more she gets a bit more victimized in the I would agree whereas Hamlet Victimizing, yeah, yeah. But uh, I think that's the kind of vampires we'd be. I hope we never have to figure that out. Yeah, but wouldn't it? But watching this episode, it's kind of like, but wouldn't it be kind of interesting to find out? Wouldn't it be? I yeah, just, I feel like
1: I took this differently, and I was like, man, I wish I was a vampire because these are things I don't like about myself, and I probably
0: wouldn't do them if I was a vampire. So, so do you now? Should we share our good vampire traits? I
1: don't. I, if I we were I vampires know. Or maybe it's just my thought process.
2: No, you said you would physically torture people. You did it right. Oh,
1: yeah, you're right. <laughs> you, would you
2: that. be like Willow on top of what, what did she call him? The puppy? He's a puppy. Yeah. yeah. And she just burns his chest. Man, Ooh. that was crazy. That was fun like to watch. <laughs> yeah. So maybe. Bored now. <laughs> this was the introduction of Bored now. Yeah. Yeah. my god. It's a creepy, creepy phrase. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Um. The other things I love about this episode is that, hold on, what's my thing? Oh, I
1: have one, too. <clears throat> um, oh, gosh, Xander called
2: Cordelia so many times. So like, many. 60, yeah, totally. That's a lot
1: But calls. if you think about it now, because that's just the equivalent of just, like, texting someone multiple times without getting a response.
2: Yeah, now it's Sometimes like. I call it texting. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, or college. <laughs> yeah. But also, I do that. Thing. Yeah.
1: I realize, like, I get annoyed when people don't respond to my text messages, but I also like never respond to people's text messages. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I have no jurisdiction to be angry about it. because I, no. I
2: have it. a weird wishy-washy yeah. where, like, I, you often respond to mine, but there will be times where you don't. Yeah. You, I feel like, because I'll usually get it, like. Usually either it's like right away or like a few days later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm
0: mean, <laughs> one or the other. It's either like I get like 10 from you. Yeah. And that, or you or, find
2: yeah. out I was like, no, I left the country. <laughs> I feel
1: like though our group text is mostly you guys going back and forth and then me checking my phone and being like fucking 100 messages. Yeah. <laughs> and like throwing my phone <laughs> and then It's like... just because Chris just
0: texts, how does a bastard orphan, <laughs> <laughs> son of a whore and a Scotsman? <laughs> uh,
2: Mia doesn't really respond to my text that much. Yeah. Mia, what's going
0: on? <laughs>
2: she doesn't listen to this. <laughs> if you want, oh. I can I can communicate that to her. Yeah. I love, love how Marty slowly lets out the new information about the differences of the dimension. And yeah. And she does it in such a brilliant way. Yeah. It's like in the way that they're like running out of class, commenting on how her clothes are all I shiny. I love that. And then it's like a, what is it called? Winter brunch. Yeah. He asks her to winter brunch. And it's, like, never clearly stated. And then the first time that it's, like, air out of the room is when she's like, Xander and Willow, they're not, like, a blip on the radar, are they? He's like, well, yeah, they're dead. And then it's just like, ooh. Yeah. Okay, okay something's slow, going on.
0: Slow slow reveal of information is such an art. Mm-hmm. That's such an art, and I feel like a lot of people don't play with that nearly enough. Like, you can just go one by one by one, you know, mm-hmm. and just start to build out a universe. I think it's so much more fun.
2: Yeah. Rather yeah. than being like, oh here's, my it, God. here's
0: everything you need to know. Mm-hmm. Like it's a hard initiation of like an improv scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, yeah. Hillary Clinton, here we are in Ikea. <laughs> <laughs> it's from Kimmy Schmidt. <laughs> I, I take no credit for that. <sighs> yeah. But
2: the, um, the, oh, another thing I liked about it too is Cordelia, Cordelia for a moment. Because the huge Cordelia episode. Cordelia for a right. moment. Okay, Cordelia. New band name.
1: It's great because you you always talk about how much you love Cordelia, and I'm just like, okay, Chris, okay, Chris, okay, Chris. And now we're at the point. <laughs> also, where, a great band name. <laughs> but now we're at the point where I'm like, oh man, I really love Cordelia because like her entrance in this episode too is mm-hmm. her entrance is so great. Mm-hmm. Her outfit is so great. Like obviously yeah. part of it is the music, but it's like her whole just kind of being like. I when don't she give rolls a shit. up in her car. Yeah, she's like, yeah. I don't give a shit, whatever. Going back to school and like also just like. How you can tell how hurt she is, but also at the same time she's trying to pretend like she's not, Mm -hmm. and like Harmony, like everyone being so terrible to her. Um, I just I really like Cordelia's episode.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, and I love that when she goes to the other dimension, her her casual almost like cartoony. Comfort mm-hmm. with the fact that all of a sudden she's another dimension. She's not like, oh my God, I'm another dimension. Mm. She's like, oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Huh. She, Cordy
0: adapts instantly to yeah. the situation. She is, mm-hmm. we've said this several times before, but she is a survivor. Mm-hmm. And you totally see that here. Uh, we'll see it in the future in other episodes of things, yeah. where she yeah. just like instantly is like, oh yeah, I have assessed the situation. I know it. Mm-hmm. And I love that about her. I yeah. love that such a good choice. Cause she could just be like a mean, sort of like ditzy character. And they're just like, no, that's super boring. Why would we do that? Yeah. We want the strongest choices. Mm-hmm. And the strongest choice is Cordelia <laughs> wakes
2: up in another dimension goes, okay, uh, let's see what's different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I think it also kind of recognizes the fact of Buffy's like in the whole like popularity culture of mm-hmm. youth in high school that where she says the only reason she even dated Xander was because Buffy made him marginally cooler by hanging with him. Yeah. And cause it's like, even though Buffy does end up hanging with Xander and Willow who are like in the writing sense, like typical and I'm putting this in quotes, like the loser kids. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think they are cause I love them so much, but that Buffy is, still has social power. Yeah. It's like, yeah, Buffy hangs out with the weird crowd and everybody thinks she's weird, but, like, still, from her, who she is and how she carries herself and how she looks, it's like she's still really revered and respected by the Cordelia Chases and the Harmonies of the world. Yeah, yeah. And I also like that Buffy felt bonded to her enough. I guess, it's, is it, these past two episodes or the episodes where, like, we've spent two seasons putting Cordy in the gang, And this is the episode where it's like, and now Cordy's kind of out of the gang. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that Buffy's not going to just let it happen. Yeah. She follows her out of the bronze and it's like, Cordelia, what what the hell's going on? Yeah. Like, are you okay? Yeah. And then Cordelia's like, get the hell out of here.
0: It's crazy to me seeing a lot of shows, like How Much Your Mother Does This a lot, where like something big will happen and everyone's fine with it. Like, Robin, this is a little bit of a spoiler, so cover yours for 30 seconds if you haven't seen the show, but... Like Robin and uh Barney are like dating, and then they break up, and then they're all and hanging out at the bar watching.
1: again, yeah, I mean
0: everyone dates everyone, but then they all just grab drinks later, and I know that there's like that psychological need for you to return to like the same situation mm-hmm. every week, so you're just like, oh, I know you know it's like the cheers phenomenon, a place where everyone knows your name sort of thing mm-hmm. uh. But I love that in Buffy that's not the case. <laughs> yes. that, like, yeah. Like Actions have consequences. consequences. Yeah. It's
1: so much better when things aren't just like magically okay. Those are always the best storylines in shows when like something happens between two characters and then it's like, okay, you're going to have a few episodes where these characters are just not going to interact mm-hmm. or like be able to like each other because yeah. that's how life works.
0: Mm-hmm. Like Civil War. Yeah. All everyone should see it. The Ken
2: Burns documentary Civil War. Yeah. I'm seeing it. Totally. And it's like, because but I like also that Cordy still She's in that she's adapting, she still knows once she heads into that thing, like, okay, things actually were better. This is yeah. worse. Yeah, you're right. Then you're right. And she immediately goes into trying to help mode. Yeah. She's like, Giles knows what to do. Here's mm-hmm. the information you need. And then she gets killed. Yeah. In her own alternate dimension. Which is crazy. Yeah.
0: Have you guys ever been in a dream where you've died and like
2: it's continued? I yes. Know. I've died multiple times in dreams. It's, and it keeps going. Or did you, you wake I up? Either I wake up, or... I've plane crashed multiple times in dreams. I've driven off of a road.
0: I've Usually I wake up. Because I usually wake up if something happens to me.
2: Yeah. It's usually like, a poom. Yeah. God! Yeah. yeah. Or weird. I become the little disturb. driving
0: bomb from Mario Kart 64. <laughs> <laughs> and I just race around just being like, guys, hurry this up, hurry this up. Come on. I've only got one balloon.
1: <laughs> I don't know if I've ever died in... My dreams. I've had those weird, like, where you're about to fall asleep, and it's, like, that falling sensation thing and you wake up. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's me dying. I think it's just, like, I'm falling. It's
0: the inception kick.
1: Yeah. It's the inception kick. But it's, like, I've had, I've just had dreams where other people die.
0: Whoa. One of us?
1: I haven't had dreams where you guys die. Have you had dreams with
0: us in general? Have we ever hung out in your dreams?
1: Uh, I feel like possibly, I can't think of anything recently. I can't remember any of my recent
0: i definitely hung out with you in dreams, Chris. I feel
1: yeah. Like you've yeah, for probably, sure. Probably, but I can't think of anything right now.
2: You've both been in my dreams before. Because like, I have a lot of,
1: like, stress dreams or, like, work dreams. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh,
0: one of my dreams that with Chris was we were just walking around West Hollywood and my, it, nothing was happening. It was just one of those days that we were just walking around and talking, yeah. as we do a lot right. uh, in L.A., And uh, but it was totally like, my brain was trying to reconstruct West Hollywood, and it looked like the Doctor Strange trailer <laughs> with just like everything shifting around and oh. moving because my brain was just like, I think Runyon goes there. I think there's a pho place. Oh, no, that's down the street. And like it just like shot off, and I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess we're not getting pho. Uh. <laughs>
2: That's cool. And so yeah, we were wandering through an ever-shifting landscape? Yeah. Cool. But it wasn't
0: like super, like it was just kind of inconvenient to us, which is pretty standard, where it's just like, mm-hmm. how far to the burger place? Uh, it could be five minutes or 15, depending <laughs> on traffic.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That sounds about right. <laughs>
2: Very
0: exciting. Yeah. yeah. I do a lot of walking in my sleep, which is how I keep my figure. Oh, I was wondering how yeah. you did that. I call this a dream body. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: oh, I, I,
1: buffy, um, I have a note that buffy totally looked like laura croft in this episode Ooh. yeah she looked great i just wrote her two little greater slice Buffy's yep that slice yeah
0: she's cool cleveland buffy yeah cleveland i like buffy. cleveland buffy i love that when was like i have to believe there's a better world she's like no i'm from cleveland this is it yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good actually compared to cleveland <clears throat> i mean that with all the love of my heart from cleveland I've uh, never, never been there. <laughs> I haven't either. We should go. I will. We should go. We should do like a Hellmouth trip to I Cleveland. Would. Yeah.
1: Yeah. How long would that road trip be?
0: Ooh. Three days? No, no way. way. You, you know, can drive to Florida in like
2: what? Four days. I don't know. I if ever you just go nonstop. But if you're going to go, you might as well. I mean, take we should him. do some <laughs> Yeah, we should take in some sights. Oh, yeah. You like Vegas, Holland?
1: I went once.
0: We can go to do Is my escape no room. Is Maybe it'll be no done by then. Maybe. Uh, Vegas? Yeah. It's northish from LA, right? Isn't well, I guess it? we have to
1: go up and then... Yeah, you, you,
0: could do, you could make Vegas a stop. Right, I, I would Vegas. rather hit the Dakotas, to be completely honest with you guys. That's Never cool been. with you.
1: I've just... I'll hit south. East coast You'll hit coast. south?
0: How are you going to skip north? We're all in a car together. Staying out of north. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what's wrong with... <laughs> what's wrong with North Dakota?
2: Well, you asked North Dakota that. Yeah, not a big fan of Bismarck?
0: <laughs> yeah. True. More of a Pierre guy? Exactly. Um, do you remember
1: all the state capitals?
0: I've tried to. Me-
2: uh, you can throw some dates at me. We'll see I if I remember. Know. Them. Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Another Yaka Warner song, sort of. Yeah. And Columbus is the capital of Ohio. Yeah, emphasis on sort of. <laughs> <laughs> and Boise, Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> I the Boston. The One in
0: ten. Massachusetts, <laughs> uh, Albany, New York. I was recently on right. a tour of the WB lot, and I was told, Chris, that when you go on a tour of the WB lot, you have a religious experience by the water tower. <laughs> Every time. Wait, who told
1: you that? Our friend who works at WB. Oh, really? It's on Netflix. I
2: haven't rewatched it. I don't even know the last
1: time I watched that show. It's been a really long time. Animaniacs. Oh,
2: Holland. I'll watch it with you every day forever.
1: (laughs) That's not a
2: promise, it's a threat. I
0: don't want to do that. That's an (laughs) alternative dimension. When I wake up, guys, what's different? We just (laughs) watched Animaniacs all day and somehow we can eat.
2: Okay. okay, nightmare. You just come out and it's a, a less Groundhog Day loop where we watch Animaniacs oh, and God. it's only Slappy Squirrel episodes. Now that would be a nightmare.
1: I finally like Groundhog Day again. I went a lot of years. <laughs> I went a lot of years without liking that movie because I had to watch it so many times and I felt like I was in a Groundhog Day loop <laughs> of watching Groundhog Day. <laughs> now I like it again.
0: Is it a charity marathon where during Groundhog Day they keep just showing it and you donate money depending on how few screenings you can watch of Groundhog Day? Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: So we had to analyze it in high school, and I just.
0: was there to analyze? There's a groundhog. Sometimes basically, it goes outside. Someone Sometimes it did doesn't.
1: The math of how many times he had to relive the day, and then their theory was that he didn't actually learn anything. He just went insane and knew the right thing to do, and basically just like he. That's not empathy. Yeah, and they were like, so ultimately his character didn't change and like he shouldn't get the girl and this shouldn't happen, blah blah blah, because he is just he just figured out how to do everything correctly so he didn't have to repeat the day again. And that and then I felt really shitty. Any
0: movie where Bill Murray quote unquote gets the girl, I think is uh a screenwriter who was forced to end it that way. <laughs> because I think the natural ending is always just Bill Murray goes insane. Like Bill Murray keeps trying to do something. Like Scrooge. Have you guys seen Scrooge? Yeah, Yeah. he just goes nuts at the end. That's how every Bill Murray movie should end. Where he just goes insane. He just looks at the world and he's like, I don't belong here. I don't understand how it works. I think people are crazy. And then third act. That's basically
1: a a very Murray Christmas.
0: Oh, yep, yep, yep. I really like Bill Murray. He's great. Um. I'm going to blame both of you guys because you're from that region. The freaking mayor of New York dropped the groundhog that one year and killed it. He <laughs> yeah. killed it? Yeah, it died. It's yeah. so horrible. He just um, dropped it in front of everyone and it died later because it, it, it was spine so... broke or something. I, right? remember, Awful. I
1: remember when that happened because I like tweeted about it and I was just like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened. Because <laughs> there's really a picture of him holding the groundhog. There's video. It's like, he's holding it. And he picks it, it, it back
2: and up like, and it's dead?
1: Yeah, he's like... No, because it was in it was, was no, New York hurt. or was it literally in Pennsylvania? Oh, was it Pennsylvania? It was it was an actual Paxitani? I don't know if it was actual Paxitani film. It might have been New York. It, I don't know if it was like legit like Paxitani film, but he literally, because I think it, it only happens in Paxitani. I don't think other states yeah, have actually taken yeah. it of the ground. But I, I think it was Paxitani, I don't know, one of the many Paxitani films, but he literally, he picks up the groundhog and then you can see him slip and like fall but I don't think he died right away, but then you're learn, you like, oh, wow, he killed the groundhog. Can you dropped
0: imagine me. if someone
1: oh, slept woke up? Because the groundhog didn't want to be freaking picked up and was like, hello, what are you doing? Oh, now you're going to drop me? Great. Now
0: what if you bumped into Aww. someone and they were like, oh, my God, I've just been traveling through different dimensions. I think I'm home. What dimension is this or whatever and you start to describe our world right and they're like everything sounds right like you know, obama's president here okay, okay okay so it sounds like the right one uh you know uh once upon a time it's a show on tv okay sounds like this is the right universe that i'm from and then you just keep listening to stuff and they're just like yeah uh also we have this thing called groundhog day where this groundhog comes out and if it sees its shadow there's like more winter or whatever and they're just like no <laughs> this isn't it this isn't the universe i'm from that's crazy and we'd have, to, we'd have to deal with the fact that there's a universe out there that's a little more right than us because I think that's insane. I think Groundhog Day, <laughs> I love the idea of it, I love it on calendars, like in kindergarten classrooms, oh, like yeah. the drawings of a Groundhog coming out, but us still doing it, yeah. I think challenges everything I believe in as an American.
1: I don't, really, I don't even pay attention anymore because it happened so early and now, East Coast versus West Coast, I'm just like, I'm not awake. But I feel like that's the equivalent of when you're like, hey, do you remember this thing from when you were little? Yeah. And then it's like, sometimes people are like, yeah. And then sometimes they're like, what are you talking Let about? Let me put it us? into perspective. Up in the same-
0: <laughs> more people believe in a groundhog looking at a shadow than global warming. And I think that that's a little bit of a problem for me. You think more? I'm positive more people believe
2: in Groundhog's Day than they do a global warming. I mean, they believe that it is a day on the calendar, but do they actually buy into the that's whole shadow That's more belief myth. to me. Uh, they actually asked and polled these people and said, hey, do you think that this influences the seasons? Yeah. I think that most would say I, no.
1: Yeah, I don't know though because it's like, I'm one of those people where I'm kind of like superstitious about things and it's mm. like, I don't think of my, this is going to sound so fucking douchey, but it's like, I don't think of myself as religious, but I think of myself as spiritual. Because there are some things that I kind of like believe in, like the whole Like, when things aren't going great, I'm like, oh, well, things will work themselves out. Like, stuff like that. Like, little kind of, like, Mm -hmm. nonsense and stuff that I just, like, my mom would tell me and then I still believe. And it's like, I don't have any logical reasoning for this, but I think this is going to be fine. Or it's just, like, feelings. Like, gut feelings and stuff like that. So, I think, like, for that same reason, like, when something like that happens, it's like, oh, this groundhog didn't see a shadow. So, like, spring's, like, coming Uh early or whatever. Like, somewhere in the back of your mind, you're kind of like, oh, okay, like, you know, like maybe yeah. that'll happen, like because yeah. you know. It's Does just, it like, actually I don't know happen?
2: I like, well, there
1: probably have been times where it. Has I wonder if anyone's sense, but... done
2: like the research to see if the shadow seeing and the like the winter extension is something that's actually manifested. Which well, just de- depend on your definition of winter, right? But
1: it's mm-hmm. like it's because spring is always going to start on the same date.
0: It doesn't move and it like also the equinox. Like,
1: and it's less, it's less, yeah. It depends on because weather is different everywhere, too, and it's not even like a general kind of Yeah, like, you think the
0: groundhog speaks for the southern hemisphere?
1: Yeah, it's like the weather is different no. in different places, so it doesn't, you know, it's like. Yeah. It, it I
0: don't believe in chakras and but... fairy tales about energy. Okay. okay. I believe in chakras. I was quoting Doctor Strange. oh in <laughs> Oh, yeah, I believe in a lot of weird shit. <laughs>
1: so yeah why
0: a- but none of that is the groundhog thing right? how do you I don't believe like it I don't
2: believe in uh, I don't believe in superstition I feel like that's another
0: definition based
1: <laughs> statement what do you mean by superstition yeah. I don't
2: yeah. believe in like, like song in like uh cultural superstitions black well, like, cat groundhog day but like th- they're
1: specific so it's like I won't pick up a penny if it's tails
0: up yeah cause you don't touch butts <laughs>
1: because that's because I don't why. touch butts
0: right no is it because wait it's because you don't touch butts (laughs) I'm starting this one and I'm taking full credit for it guys don't touch a penny if it's tails up because it's touching a butt (laughs) (laughs) I'm normally very well spoken and educated I'm usually the sort of drier version of Giles in the podcast but this is the time that I'm gonna descend into a little ripper here don't touch butts (laughs) What are more superstitions I can ruin? <laughs> um,
2: albatross. Um...
0: What is it? These <laughs> <like>, The,
2: <laughs> the <thing>? white whale.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that oh, um, an albatross is bad luck at sea. Mm-hmm. That. Normal albatross. <laughs> That's albatross proven. Sea. That's true. If I see an albat, yeah. If I see an albatross at sea, I'm like, guys, it's fine. It's just a bird. <laughs> <laughs> and, if a, and if there's a woman on the ship, not a bad luck thing either. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, okay, well, that's,
1: that's just sexist. So I hope to God you don't believe
2: that. It's a superstition.
1: I know, but it's a very sexist and dated superstition.
0: And I don't believe in it. <laughs> <Great>. I <laughs> would love to be on a ship when there's
2: like the bioluminescent plankton. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love those. the trail. I love that. I've ever, I've swam in that stuff. It's amazing. <sighs> My friend Tor once, he instructed me when we were swimming in it that we should pee in it, and we did, and it was amazing. Wait. Because it was nighttime. And wait, like,
1: wait, what? So we were swimming. I love that you
0: just mock superstitions. Like, you just shat just like... on albatross, but this one you're just like, but we peed off. Like, <laughs> get off your eye horse. <laughs>
2: It's not a high horse, it's just a reality, it's just, I don't know, it's, you know, swimming amongst phosphorescent present plankton. do believe
1: in high horses.
2: The, like, uh, the metaphor for someone who's projecting so, superiority? Yeah. I do believe
1: in
0: it. I don't believe in high horses. Or... But, yeah, the horses are all
2: pretty normal, that's the size they're supposed to be. I would say most horses I've seen are pretty tall. Yeah, no, high horses are... He's right. You know what? That's a good... You know what? I do believe in high horses. <laughs> All forms.
0: Yeah. Get off your high horse. Uh, high, I... horse. <laughs> high horse. High horse. High uh, horse. Finding an alternative horse, like a low horse, mm-hmm. is, I think, more of a challenge. Like
1: a pony.
0: Yeah.
2: Get off your like high horse. Like Bill scale the, to the pony, pony. To, yep. who uh, hung out with the fellowship. Yep, Yeah. had to send him back before they went into Oh, oh. Oh, oh, sorry.
1: And the mind. Not, not a big Leather Oh, right, right, right. No, That's like, fine.
2: No. Oh, oh um, I wanted to mention something uh, about the episode. The Master. Yeah. So cool that he's in it. Oh, yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah, he's yeah, yeah.
1: espresso.
2: he blood espresso.
1: Is it blood espresso? Yeah. That's yeah. what I wanted to clarify because I hadn't no Guys, we
0: should open a, like should a open Buffy inspired cafe. We should open the Bronze, but
2: make it a coffee place. We should make it a bar, too.
1: Yeah, we, I, I mean, mean that's what the Bronze yeah, basically yeah. is. I think they have coffee. I
2: think we've yeah mentioned that on this podcast before. Our goal, oh, our ultimate remember, goal... Didn't we, didn't we bring up, like, we get start, like, a Patreon for it or something? Oh, yeah, and then we talked about Patreon. Yeah, we don't and then believe in Patreon. We talked about how we're yeah. not at that point yet, right, because, because we have to... But we are going people to people. start the bronze. I like. I think it should be a full-on declared Sunnydale Study Group mission statement that we want to open We want to open a, the bronze. Do
1: you Have you ever tried to open a business before? Like, I, I haven't, know. but I know people
2: who... I started a room
0: business. If What's-Her-Name okay. from Peanuts can run a freaking lemonade stand, I think that you and I, and I, and you guys can definitely pull together
2: to make the bronze happen. Yeah, eventually. For sure. Eventually.
1: The,
0: yeah,
2: the three of us can definitely... Well, and we'll get there as we start doing these things at the I. We had a capital in-
0: investor, Lenny. <laughs> but someone had to <laughs>
2: torture him at our camping <laughs> trip. Uh,
0: he was I mean, our in. I not take
1: it. I, he, <laughs> it was an initiation. I and mean, he, you know... That's an
0: initiation for you, God! What's a Saturday night? Ugh. You know,
1: couldn't take it.
0: Um, before we, uh, because I see the hand getting to the bell, can we just quickly talk about Anya?
2: Yes, yes, of course, love Anya. I love her. She's bare. She's not super present in the episode. Yeah. Um, but
0: so you know. her character carries weight like that idea of a demon who can do that and shift a reality through it's so cool
1: she's also just like she's really cool because she's another one of these characters that comes in and it's like oh new kid in school or character that we haven't really been introduced to yet um and she doesn't have that much time to establish herself but with the time that she does have to establish herself you are instantly like oh my god she's so cool
0: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah
1: and Mm -hmm. it's not even like And it's crazy because it's not even like she necessarily looks super cool or, like, does anything. Like, her character is very almost, not, like, bland, but, like, she's very kind of, like, average. Like, Mm -hmm. bring her just, like, this average, just kind of, like, normal character. But Mm then there's something about her that you are drawn to because it's like, oh, all the popular girls want to follow her around. But she doesn't want to hang out with the popular girls. Mm -hmm. Uh, But she's being nice to Cordelia, and Cordelia doesn't really have anyone right now. And it's just, like, everything she does in that episode, you're just like, oh, my God. She's so great. Yeah. It's kind of like when Faith comes in, but I feel like they had to, they tried with Faith. Like, they kind of, like, push Faith on you and, like, she's so cool. Look at her. Look how awesome she is. And Anya, she just kind of, like, comes in. Yeah. And still manages to be, like, this really cool character that you gravitate towards. Even though she's, like, the baddie in this episode. And you're still like, oh, but she's, I mean, she's cool, though. Like,
0: I, I want to, through Anya, and introduce a new idea. Uh, uh, you know how we have a Susie Q? I want to have a Susie K, and a Susie K is a character who looks normal, but there's something. Going to be a Susie C. What's a Susie C? character doesn't
1: start
2: with a K. What's a Susie Q?
1: Susie Q. Is Susie that a Susie Queen? Movie with the Pink Power Ranger, and she dies. I was so afraid <laughs> that uh, I would drive off in battle. Porch. No, she's
2: going to <laughs> No, no, no. It's not a Power Rangers film, oh. Chris.
1: <laughs> going to prom and her car, It's
2: just a Pink Ranger movie that bridge,
1: Disney produced. And then this girl <laughs> finds her bracelet and it produces her ghost. But yeah. Like, I, me just watching the Disney Channel original movie, wanting to watch it because like freaking Pink Ranger started it. Has now has this lifelong fear of getting into a car accident on a bridge and going into the water oh, so I no. want to get one of those keychains because I've researched how to like break car windows if your car goes underwater I'm shouting so I'm fine but they literally make keychains you can put on your keys that will break car windows in case your car goes over a bridge and crashes into the water oh that's
2: super smart Yeah. Ooh. this is the third time we've tied I into really the Doctor Strange trailer
1: so watching? So yeah, but I don't have one, so I should. They really also make one.
0: flashlights with the the end of it does that too. Yeah. it's got that little yeah. bit. Come yeah, scary, guys. Um, it's not how I want to go
2: out. All right. there's, there's many ways I don't no want ideas. to go out, but you know, no but ideas. I'm I'm trying to. What Shepherd Book has has tried to teach me is, mm-hmm. Iran has tried to teach me is that that's not your choice. Mm-hmm. It's not your choice how you go out. It's your choice to be prepared to accept however it is when the time comes. Mm-hmm.
1: That's not how I go out.
2: No, you won't. But if you do, that's okay. <laughs> just what
1: would the, imagine if I do go out like that. I just imagine just having proof on a podcast of like me being like, Hey, this is not how I want to die. Yeah. And then
2: like My
0: first question is where did Hong get a car?
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whose car was married? that? Did you steal no, it? I don't have a car. No, you don't. So you stole it. <laughs> you stole a car. Also, what bridge was this? Yeah, what bridge are you was it? Maybe what I river? Finally, maybe I it the, the LA River.
1: Program. LA River. What a way to go.
2: Ooh, can't only really drown in that. <laughs> you can,
1: because there's some water.
2: Yeah, that's like a, that's so like a Robin breaks. Hood men in tights moment. Where yeah. Like, yeah. You'd have to go like north bed. of Burbank really to find <laughs> any actual drownable water. Yeah, yeah, that's a little bit of, maybe by the five entrance of by okay, yeah. Los Feliz. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, I, an Anya thought I had is that Anya in like Buffy terms is like that mysterious, she's the mysterious new girl. Yeah. A trope that, a high school trope that Buffy has, besides Buffy herself. Yeah. Hasn't really introduced, yeah, and so it's like, oh, mysterious new girl, which I think kind of supports what you're saying, yeah. mm-hmm. or you can and even condense it to, I don't know, some sort of name like a Susie K, <laughs> <laughs> she's a total Susie K, <laughs> and then uh, so and then the idea that's like, oh, mysterious new girl who's kind of cool and like you know doesn't talk to the sheepish, cool girls, and it's like, oh, she's a vengeance Stephen, great, yeah, I just love it, I that. like that,
0: yeah, it's, I think it's a character who's. Mm, quote unquote normal aspects make them unique mm-hmm. something sticks out about them where you're just like you can't quite pinpoint it it's not like like Faith rolls in she's super vamped up and everything you're like there's something special about her but there's other characters where you're just like there's something special about this kid like I think Oz is also a Susan yeah. K where you see him and you're like there's something that makes him stand out but for some yeah. reason he stands out yeah. there's something about the fact that he doesn't stand out that makes him stand out yeah. mm.
2: Is Oz, is that in this episode, the Oz Willow scene in the hallway?
1: Mm, Or
2: is it the next episode? episode, Is it?
1: Oh, oh, when she first tries to go talk to him? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: That's in this episode? episode? Great scene. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that about Oz, and it's like, and I just, he's just so wise, even in heartbreak. He's, Mm -hmm. Oz is
1: so good at stating things, because like when Oz says things, I was like, oh man, I've been in this situation, and why couldn't I have just talked like Oz? Like why, he's so good at just like expressing Is Mm -hmm. that everyone has wanted to be like when he's just like, I told you what I want now, like, I want to be left alone. This is me telling you what I want. I'm like, oh snap, like, you can just say that to people, Mm -hmm. you can just tell them straight out, and then it's like, I think you're doing this because you want to feel better about yourself. And it's like, oh crap, man, like, you can just say that to someone, like, if you're Oz and you say it that way, like
2: boom, straightforward, Mm -hmm. point for the truth, yeah. And then also another phrase that I want to make sure to call attention to, and this might have, I mean, I mean, I'm already wrote it, but if there's any line in this episode that feels like a Whedon doctored line is the, uh, Buffy saying to Xander, uh, your logic does not resemble our earth logic. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So oh, good.
0: And that is our bell. But don't worry, guys, because it's only the first bell. Uh, we have just a little bit of time left, which means we're going to do an extracurricular activity. We're going to make something up on the spot inspired by this week's episode. So, Holland Farkas, what are we doing? Um,
1: okay, here's the thing. So when they make the, what's the name for the machine that they make? The, the, the blood but... espresso
2: machine? Uh... I don't know if it had a name.
1: They talked about... Oh, they he said, did. They said the like bloodmaker or something? It was something really like the harvest is... Or not harvest. Or... It was the something is about to be complete. Like, he specifically had a name for... Oh, what was
2: it? Was it? The, church, the church.
0: Again, we don't plan this beh- before time. <laughs>
1: what is the, the
2: phrase he... He
0: calls it something, alright. <laughs> this is Chris's Matthew McConaughey. It's <laughs> definitely called something, alright. I don't think it's in here. But the uh, okay, so I noticed blood when, user? Uh,
1: yeah, so I noticed when the master's using his really fancy, like, blood-letting machine, for all the blood that is coming out of that poor, poor girl, um... The girl there's, yeah there's yeah. only like a small glass of wine uh-huh. so i want to know where else this blood's going what are these different like does each little needle lead to a different tube and what else are they using this blood Ooh,
0: for? is this no a uh powerpoint sort of pitch yeah. is this, this like a, a
1: i want really to know how this machine works a shark I'll tank have pitch blood just for that little uh, glass of wine okay kind of
0: blood wine uh chris just, let's just get blood, on our guess, suits and, and uh and impress yeah. the investor over here ready yeah.
1: So pitch uh, i'll be the shark i'll be how many judges are on Shark Tank? Usually three, four. Sometimes Ashton Kutcher is there. Yes. No. Yeah, Ashton <laughs> Kutcher was one. last time I watched Shark Tank, Ashton Kutcher was there. Really?
0: Okay, so you can also oh, be can sometimes Ashton Kutcher. I can
1: sometimes be Ashton. So you're
0: Kutcher. all the judges. All right.
1: Yes. Uh, Here we go.
0: Is. Hi, thank you so much for having us. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so thank much you. for having us. Thanks for having us. Shark Tank. Yes. Hi.
1: Uh, yes. Yeah, so uh, we would like to hear. We'd like to hear your pitch for uh, the. The blood letter 3000.
0: The blood letter 3000. Hi, how's it going? I'm Johnny Applebottom. This is my brother.
2: Hi, I am Billy Applebottom and
0: we have for you the Oof. future. Ooh, mm-hmm. We have seen it. It's almost as if we went to a machine and got it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> From the future. Yeah.
2: Now, vampires. Mm-hmm. We know what people are thinking. Old, crusty. Ew. Sleep in Ooh, the castle. Gross. But no, no, no. Vampires are coming into the 21st century with all of us. Oh, yeah. And that is about to come clear with the Bloodletter 3000. Let me ask you a really quick question, uh, judge, panel of investors.
0: When you want to make juice from an apple, (laughs) which we know a lot about, do you squeeze it with your hands? Uh,
1: no, no, uh, I have, I have my servants, uh, make it, they just squeeze the apples for me. Thank you,
2: Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. Uh, uh. And are you satisfied with the juice that they bring forward?
1: Uh, I mean, I would, I would say it's average. It's average apple juice. Not, not the best. It could be better.
2: Yeah, well, average apple juice leads to average happiness in your own life. <laughs> I don't want that. That no. is my brother right here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what this machine does is it takes a human body and extracts in a very efficient and eco-friendly way mm-hmm. the blood and then separates it into all the different types of usage
2: a vampire would have for blood. For example, a wine glass. Yes, and all of the blood that isn't The absolute best most purest most delicious gets put aside for a rainy day in Mm -hmm. what we call the rainy day tank (laughs) it's a rainy day tank and it's got a cloud and it's got little raindrops coming down (laughs) yes and that's where the rest of the blood goes but you on that first glass it is going to be like you are opening up a wine bottle that has been aging for 2000 years but just came out and it is full of fresh and delicious Jeanette
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, now, is is this just for vampires, or is this something that you know uh, I could sell to other people? Because I just want to—I'm here to make money, and I assume that's why you're here. So, uh, who else who else can we sell this to? Oh, sure, 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 yeah, sure, sure,
0: sure, sure, of sure, sure, sure,
1: sure,
2: sure. If you know any chupacabra monsters, this will consume yeah. a goat. Yes, and any cis- citizens of the Panhandle of Texas, I'm sure, <laughs> will be nipping at the bud to try to get their hands <laughs> on this fresh blood. <laughs> Um, and if you happen to know any succubi, this will also
0: do all human fluids as well as dreams.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So
1: yes.
2: Yeah, it it's I think it's a wide At least three markets. Mark. At least yeah. four markets. At least four markets.
1: Yeah. Okay, um uh I'll make you a deal. So uh how about 25 25- Thousand
0: Great Uh four uh That's it that's fine.
2: That's fine. That's any shares, amount of money. Um, great. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. hmm Yeah, okay. Oh okay. Sounds yeah.
1: good. Alright, we're in. It's just me we're not do you not want to hear the other the other offers or we're just gonna I'll like... hear
0: them. Yeah. Will it detract money? I don't know how this works.
1: Uh no, I mean the longer you wait, the less money I'm gonna offer you, but here let's give it let's give it to the other judges. Uh, yeah, I would like to give you, uh, I'll give you 20,000
0: Great, hard. it's better. Yeah. Uh, it's better than 24. I
1: want, I want to take six shares. Uh, okay.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe eight. Sure. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally, totally, totally,
1: here, I'll do two shares. But Mr. I'm Kutcher. only gonna give you uh-huh. 10k. <laughs> great, perfect. Because someone
2: else is gonna sell. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah of, course, of course, that's great. Uh, wait, are
1: you going with his deal or are you going with my deal? Uh, I'm not
2: sure. We'll go with Can the good one. <laughs>
0: We're going actually going with, with the best one. deal that we have tonight, which is four bodies that we get to juice and sell the blood. <laughs> <laughs> Lock those doors, brother. Yeah. <laughs> the apple bottom strike again. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow we should we should we should run NPR <laughs> we should we should run NPR we're so good at it that was a This American Life episode if I've ever heard yeah. of Yeah, I forgot I got to the point
1: where I was like oh shit what did they do at the end I was like money is I don't... I deals
0: like, no you constructed yeah, but good deals Look, it's like money those were good shares. deals and then I was like
1: what does any of this
2: mean what was it two shares for 10k investment I'll go for that I don't know of this means. Yeah. I was... it sounded smart to me great. Mm-hmm. great yeah Yeah. Oh, I need to watch
1: more sure. Shark.
2: Sure. If you feel that way. Yeah. If you're not oh, too busy yeah. watching
0: Buffy. Because <laughs> we talk about it on the podcast. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us for our discussion of episode nine of season three The Witch. Just kidding. The, the Wish. wish.
2: <laughs> Chris, where can they find you? Hi, I'm Chris Permonti You can find me as Amontiak on Twitter or Instagram or performing with musical improv troupe Robot Teammate in The Accidental Party. We have a new musical to Fringe Festival. It's a post apocalyptic sewer tale called Thug Tunnel. It's kind of Mad Max-ish. Come and see it if you're in L.A. It opens on June 9th. And Holland, where can they find you?
1: Uh, my name is Holland Farkas. You can find me on Facebook at Holland Farkas. I don't know to do that. Uh, Twitter, Holland Farkas. Instagram is Farkland. Um, and my website is HollandFarkas.com. There's stuff on there.
2: Whoa. Do .com. You can
1: find me on this podcast. .com. And you can find me on our panel on Saturday, May 14th. At that <laughs> hotel. versus. The area, the area okay. what is this what is this stop knocking go. over all Laza. the books <laughs> oh
0: all the books yeah, yeah. I'm Omar you can always uh, hit me up on Twitter at Omar Najam um, and just gonna throw this in here my improv team I don't even know if you guys know on this yet now has a spot twice a month at oh, the Clubhouse. Nice.
2: Oh,
1: awesome.
0: So 7 p.m. Is on the second and fourth Friday of every month. You can come check out swimming lessons. We host a show. Uh, it's going to be great. It's pool-themed. We're going to have, Ooh. if you're over 21, we'll have beverages ready for you. Beverly. If you're under 21, we also have sodas ready for you, so beverages for everybody. And, yeah, we'll be doing some comedy and stuff like that, so please swing on awesome. by. It's going to be really fun. And you can always check out anything and everything Sunnydale Study Group related at SSG Podcast on Twitter. Facebook.com slash Sunnydale Study Group, Sunnydale Study Group on Instagram, and as you mentioned, Holland, in person at we- our We Nautilus panel mm-hmm. on Saturday, May the 14th, be with you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's an easy way to remember that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, next week we actually will not have another episode because we will be featuring the audio that we're capturing from our panel. Mm-hmm. So be prepared for that, but then the week after that we'll be right back in season three, and ooh, it takes off from here. Yes. It really takes off from here. Mm-hmm. So we will be rushing through, and we've got some great guests coming up, some surprise voices that are going to be awesome to chat with. It's just going to be a lot of fun. So, yeah, thanks for thanks for bearing with our uh, the weeks off for us to prepare the panel, and yeah. we'll be putting everything together. <laughs> All right. Until then, pack up your bags, pack up your books. See you next week.
2: Wow, mm-hmm. the five dollar Halloween <laughs> Focus without that. At first, I was like, "This ring is
1: stupid,"
2: and then I put it on and I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> did a uh, did a vampire boyfriend give you that? Yes, my vampire boyfriend. It's good. Hey guys, we're Vampire Boyfriend. We're here to play a few originals. <laughs> Thanks um. for having us, Echoflex. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: my god. Call me in the moonlight. <laughs> Because they burn during the day.
2: Yes, they do.